Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, good morning. Happy December. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Happy whatever. Uh, we're back after a bit of a mental health break. A post-Thanksgiving, uh, pre-Christmas sorting yourself out. But we're back. We're here. We're here to talk about World of Warcraft stuff. Um, I'm Will Harrison. This is Essence of Azeroth. This is Rested XP. We're good to go. I've got coffee. It's... 10 in the morning i'm freezing because it's december and i live near a lake now so i'm cold all the time um and my audio is also biting me today so if something ends up sounding weird we'll at least know why um boy it's been a while hasn't it um and not through like anything Nefarious. I've just needed a couple, a couple of weeks to, to get some things done. Rachel's had some IRL stuff going on. I've had a big old case. I've, I think writer's block. I know I've, I have famously said that I don't think writer's block exists, and I believe that. Like I, I think when you're actually, I think everybody has the potential to write at any point, any given moment. Um, but having the motivation to do that writing is another thing altogether. Um. But we're getting there. Uh, this weekend, I know I've said that before. Uh, this weekend, new episode. I, I finally hit a breakthrough with the script of finishing it. Um, and, and I realized something about the writing of this in that it is hard to keep something going for as long as I have been doing this now, and as many episodes as we've done, um, without having the proper motivation. And I mean that sometimes you need to do the show you think people want and then other times you need to do the show that you want to do and i think i'm still feeling a little bit of burnout from what initially i thought was a good idea of doing an entire season on burning crusade and i actually wish in retrospect that i had spaced it out a little more because i think that took a toll on my my like writing process in many ways which is funny because i do think that, that season and those episodes are really, really good. I stand by them completely. But it's just kind of left me in the lurch as far as thinking about World of Warcraft goes. And then that that's vague and BSE. I'm gonna take a drink of coffee now. Hold on. Ah, coffee. <laughs> um, but I think we're back on track. Look for the new episode this weekend. We're back here with Rested XP to talk about World of Warcraft news. And really, what else is there to talk about uh, right now than Season of Discovery in WoW Classic? Kind of the thing that has been the most talked about when it comes to World of Warcraft stuff. And if you're not a WoW Classic girly, then um, maybe you won't care. But uh, as somebody who doesn't like WoW Classic personally, because I lived it, why do I need to play it again? 
Um, I am actually having a ton of fun in Season of Discovery and have gotten two characters up to 15. Uh, one of those being a rogue, a class that I never touched in WoW until about... Legion? Yeah, Legion. Like, it just, it never appealed to me, and rogues were the class I kind of hated running into the most on, you know, my PvP servers, so it was just kind of like, no, I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> I want nothing to do with you. Uh, but as I've learned playing Overwatch, um, if you want to get into the head of the character that gives you the most trouble then you need to learn to play that character and in this instance that's kind of what it was um having a better understanding of rogues and what they want to do i i think is like pulled, pulled me around to the mindset and kind of giving me an appreciation for how hard classic rogues have it and how like how hard they have to work because i think they might be I know we make a lot of pally jokes when it comes to uh, WoW Classic, but I think rogues might be the worst. They have some of the most interesting buttons, and yes, like, the stuns are really useful, but boy, is it just not fun, like, dual-wielding daggers and missing and getting parried over and over. And, oh, look, I tried to use my finishing move with five uh, combo points, and it keeps missing. Oops. Oh, well, mm, it missed again. Yep, that level 12 hyena uh, certainly knows how to dodge being stabbed in the gut. Uh, that, that's kind of been my experience playing a troll rogue in Season of Discovery, traipsing across the barrens and having fun. But man, is it just an uphill battle. Uh, the only solace has been that I can, you know, properly maneuver and you know gank enemies from people <laughs> uh an aspect of wow that is still fun but i'm glad isn't in retail is you know sniping skins away from players after they they get a kill or oh you're about to attack that enemy that i need well whoopsie it's mine now uh it's it's very uh assholey but at the same time it's 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 kind of fun i, I will admit that um if you're out of the loop for Season of Discovery and don't really know what is new, uh, the best way I would describe it is that it is Vanilla WoW, the Vanilla WoW experience, but remixed for, I think, enjoyment. Um, the biggest change is that there is now a system of runes. These runes uh, are all class-specific, and... They are obtainable in a variety of different ways. Some will drop off of a mob. Some require you to do an action once you find the rune in order to open it. Um, some are sold, etc., etc., etc. It's you are to dis to discover how they operate. Um, but they give you each class gets one rune right off the bat uh, as soon as you hit level two, I believe. And what's interesting about that is that in all the classes I've tested, this rune is just a dramatic change to that class's kind of like opening button rotations and really has just made a vast improvement in the leveling experience. And it seems like such a small change, but giving each class a resource-free uh, new ability is huge and has really made 
the leveling experience. Um, I don't want to say better, because it's kind of the same, but tolerable. And for instance, uh, priests now have access to penance at level two that costs zero mana. You can use it as an attack or as a heal, but honestly, as a, an attack, it makes priest level, leveling uh, really fun. Or at the very least, it makes priest leveling a little easier uh, because now you have access to a spell that isn't just spamming smite and wasting all of your mana. Uh, the other example, rogues get shadow strike at level two, which is huge for them because uh, one, it lets you close the gap on enemies way easier. It doesn't work with stealth, sadly, but it does give you the option of getting in and, and attacking. Um, but two, once again, it's it's free it's free energy it's free mana that's free real estate baby uh and that part is really fascinating and you'll find other runes as you go um for the rogue i was finding them in the world in lockboxes. at one point i had to pickpocket map pieces from the various humanoid enemies around the around um durotar and then combine the map and then go to a place in the Echo Isles to go dig up buried treasure. And it gave me uh, a rune. I can't remember which rune that did give me. I want to say it was the uh, backstab ambush energy reduction rune, which lowered abilities by 20 energy, which ended up being really good. Uh, but that's just one example of what you might run into. Um, my favorite rune so far is the uh, priest rune homunculus which is on a two minute cooldown it costs no mana and it summons like three little tiny like evil looking versions of yourself that are equipped with uh, an axe a sword and a mace that basically act as one part tank and one part pet uh, you can't control it directly like a pet but they will attack whatever target you have and when they attack, they hit it with three debuffs. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but it reduces armor, reduces attack power, and reduces attack time. Um, and that's really good. And not only does it last for the full two minutes, so you can basically just have it up all the time. And that's kind of like wild to me. Uh, this version of World of Warcraft is what I think classic probably should have always been. There should have been an aspect of like strange power fantasy and messing with the status quo and just like doing something new and different with that original experience, especially now that we're coming up on four years removed from WoW Classics original release, which is ridiculous to me. And this attempt at like, putting a spin on it and giving something new now that we're out of the classic territory range. I mean, yes, I know classic cataclysm is coming, but I mean, I'm sorry. Who cares about that? Like, this will be the, the feature of an episode in the future where I will talk about what I think is the actual harm of the world state to cataclysm, because we're still living it now. Like, the, the, the vanilla Azeroth world space is cataclysm in retail which is one reason why i think it's silly that it's considered to be you know 
we're going to classic territory with it. But uh, the world state of Azeroth in Cataclysm is kind of an ugly one. It's one of things being destroyed and, and in the process of still being destroyed, but it's also a state of the Horde and the Alliance really starting the warmongering back up and hard in earnest. Um, and that, I just don't find that appealing. I know that is going to be a contentious statement in World of Warcraft circles because so many people love the Horde versus Alliance of it all, but I'm, I'm just tired of it in many ways. And going back into, into, you know, classic WoW and seeing that again has been a reminder of why I don't like it. So I'm, I would love to talk about how that Horde versus Alliance, like, affliction keeps being put upon the player and how it led to, I think, some of the worst parts of the lore in many ways. Like, for the people who hate the Sylvana stuff that didn't wrap up until Shadowlands, this is kind of a direct result of that. Um, the weirdness of what happens with Garrosh and Mists of Pandaria. It, I think there's some interesting territory to talk about the world state at the time. So that may be something we tackle here in 2024. Um, and speaking of, we'll talk a little shop here. Um, schedule for the rest of the year. Um, the episode about DC Comics will be out this weekend. And I'm going to record some shorter rested XPs throughout the holidays so people have something to listen to while they're trying to escape from their families. I might even include some lore things in there because it's not just going to be all me rambling about what I'm playing. If you want to know what I'm playing, just go to the Discord um, and, and join groups. Um, speaking of, we've actually been running some, some M-plus keys um, with a full guild group. We finally got one of those achievements. That was exciting. We're getting enough people now that we are inching closer towards maybe being able to field a uh, a Tin Man group. So if you want to come join us, you can come do that. And all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash Essence of Azeroth. There's now a, a um, $1 tier, which will get you access to the base version of, of the stuff for the thing i my brain is very tired i just woke up um still drinking my coffee i have a, a meeting here in an hour and a half for something else and and my brain is just not working with it but yeah for one dollar you can get access to the discord um which in turn gets you access to joining the guild um so if that sounds like something you want to do go do that and it's been a lot of fun um what was i talking about jeez uh oh right world of warcraft <laughs> i'm gonna drink some coffee now hold on when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If I was more professional, I would edit these parts out, but I feel like I do so much editing on a typical episode of Essence of Azeroth that I'm perfectly fine not doing it here. And that's great. We love it. <laughs> there, there's really not much else to talk about. Um, there isn't really any news to, per se 
besides that there is a patch coming in January. Um, if I can remember what patch number that is, uh, 10.2.5. And the big additions for that are going to be the new Night Elf capital of Bellamoth. I think I said that right. And the Worgen capital of Gilneas making a return. Uh, both these cities opening back up finally, a thing that I had harped about in the past of like, I was just listening to an episode actually, and I, I said very definitively, like, we're never going to go back to Gilneas. Um, and hey, look, we are. Don't we love to be wrong? Will Stradamus strikes again. And it looks like there's going to be some quest lines related to the reclamation of Gilneas. Um, they're still adding it in on the PTR. There are NPCs, Worgen NPCs, rebuilding some outskirts of Gilneas, and that's really interesting. Um, the more interesting thing, though, that I found is that the new Night Elf capital, which is going to be off the coast of the Onarn Plains in, in Dragonflight, in the Dragon Isles, so where the Emerald Dream Zone would technically be if it was on the map, but it's not. And that's where the Night Elf capital is going to be. There are portals there, and it is a neutral city. Um, it is the Night Elf capital, but it is an actual neutral uh, available to Horde and Alliance city. There are portals going out from there. Clearly, they're making it far more interconnected. Which is smart because after Dragonflight, how many people besides Night Elves themselves are going to want to go out there? Um, so that's fascinating. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that space and how they tie it into the base game experience. Like, are they going to build a new starting zone? Uh, like a 1 through 10 zone out there? Are they going to do that for... How's the Gilneas starting area going to change? Is it still going to be the story of running away from Gilneas and going to Darnassus. I kind of hope not. Um, and, and maybe this reaches back around to my point of like, I think it's time for the the, the neutral world of Azeroth in-game and retail to begin updating and changing. And I think we're starting to see that. I think we're going to see that more as World Soul Saga progresses, especially as we're going back to old zones such as uh, Quel'Thalas and Northrend eventually. And that's kind of the thing that I'm excited about most when it comes to World of Warcraft is seeing these overworlds evolve. Um, I feel like for too long we've been stuck in that like cataclysm era of like things destroyed and alliance have taken over a horde territory, horde have taken over an alliance territory. It's it's time for the fighting to end, like. I want to see where the world is at now in the current day. I want to see progression. I, I want to see... I want to know how Azeroth is changing. Like, ultimately, Azeroth is one of the greatest characters in World of Warcraft. It is a character unto itself. And I want to see how it changes and how it grows. So the addition of these, these new capital cities, I think, is great. Um, I'll be interested to see if Gilneas is also made neutral. It makes sense in some ways uh, if it wasn't neutral, if it was neutral, given that, you know, Gilneas is kind of the only Alliance city up there. Um, but it will be interesting to see how they fold in forsaken Gilneas tensions and, you know, easing of tensions here 
in that update and seeing where it goes. Because for all intents and purposes, it looks like the the Gilneans and the Forsaken uh, have found some common ground, and I think that's really cool. Which makes sense. They they are too close of proximity to each other to not work together. Um, but that is a story for another day. And this day for now is over. Um, look for a new episode this weekend, maybe even sooner, because I, I I have a light work week. Uh, this is my last week of work before Christmas break with my day job. So I'll still be writing for it, but it's not going to be a, okay, I, I need to hit a quota or anything like that, like it really is. So it's entirely possible the episode might be out before the end of the week. He says. <laughs> um, but until then, thank you for checking out the podcast. Thank you for listening to me talk about World of Warcraft, a thing I will always... Ooh. As he squeaks, a death squeak. <laughs> um, have a good week. We'll be back again next Monday with more Rested XP and hopefully something more interesting to talk about um, as the PTR spins and as the World of Warcraft continues to turn. Until then, take care.